Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by Trace Finicaro and um, Emilio Estesnek. That is a one, Gunner Kennedy. All right, guys. So, Fukushima is, well, Japan is essentially um, allowing Fukushima to, which for those that don't know or don't remember, had a massive earthquake uh, that damaged a lot of their nuclear power, nuclear power plants. Fucking nuclear, nuclear. I don't fucking whatever. All right. Is I'm I'm that rude asshole. So Wade, you got to stage this this right. So they had Mm -hmm. an earthquake. Which yeah. caused a tsunami. A tsunami, yes. Which caused a flood. Yes. Which, which blew damaged up all the, the generators. Which caused a nuclear meltdown. Right. Which, which, it, which caused a lot of um, radioactive pollution, specifically in the water surrounding those uh, sites, which they kept in giant tanks um, after the cleanup and as part of the cleanup, so that the radioactive material and water didn't just seep out into the Pacific Ocean killing and genetically modifying plant or uh, well both yeah plant life and all sea life essentially essentially like you know potentially harming large swaths of the populations that uh, that are connected to the Pacific Ocean um, but apparently it's time for them to empty those uh <laughs> Empty those those giant um, canisters of, I don't know, not radioactive anymore water into the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> if if they do it through a hole in the sheet, a hole in a sheet, then it then it doesn't count. So did we talk about how long ago this happened? Did you say that? We did not. Uh, Fukushima it's, wasn't that long ago, right? Ten years or so. Twenty ten years. Yep, Twenty. Ago, yeah. Yep, 20 Holy months. fuck! That was twenty years ago. Ten. Oh, 10. 10. Okay, 10. 10, 10. Starting to say, he was starting to say 2011. I'm sorry. Um, I, I <laughs> Why are they wanting to empty these, these uh, tanks? Well, it's because they wanted, to, they wanted to do it like back then. No, I don't care well, wh- when they uh, wanted to do it. Why well, did they want to do it? Uh, it's because there's too much and they can't actually like it. it it's, it's the, equi- it's the, equivalent of having a toilet that's plugged up but as long as you don't use that bathroom and keep the lid down it's not a problem but now okay. they have to now they have to deal with it why do they have to deal with it yeah why well because it, the, the a toilet you know much like a toilet it was never designed to hold that particular payload for the period of time that it has so are you saying the integrity of the tanks is failing Oh, it's just again like this—the valving, everything like that. It was never, it was never designed with the intent of holding. Yes, but we've had ten years now to design a better valve and like to to put the water into another container. Yeah, yeah. See, the the the, the problem being, um, uh, it, it 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 it's 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 not safe, but it's safe to dump it in the ocean, right? That doesn't make sense. That's because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it kind of does, right? 
I mean, it oh, doesn't, like, through, but it kind of does. Like dilution? Dilution is the solution. Yes, the engineer, the yeah. engineering <laughs> parlance is dilution is the solution for pollution. Right, because, I mean, if you think about it, like long term, that amount of radiation isn't going to hurt a lot. Um, if, it, if it were just immediately dispersed in the ocean, right? It would be tiny, tiny, tiny amounts of radiation. But the problem really is, is that that radiation is going to pollute things that are closer to shore, closer to where they dump, right? And that could have a lasting effect, right? Isn't that really the issue? Because 70% of the surface of the planet is covered in water. So I would well, think that it wouldn't be a huge deal if it were diluted throughout the entire surface of the planet, but we can't do that. Right. Am I right? Well, yeah. Right. I mean like the, there, there's, there's two. Yeah. As I'm trying to find the actual like specific figures, but the, the problem is, is that when they had the initial meltdown, mm. they, they were seeing radioactive material show up in seafood Mm -hmm. on the california coast so like it, it was hot boxing the entire pacific ocean right the amount of water that they want to release now mm -hmm. is on the scale of like five to six times what was originally released during oh. the the entire initial meltdown scenario okay so once again if we put all our great minds to better containments of these water like silos and shit uh and spend the money on it i'm totally fine with putting some t some of our federal tax dollars towards helping out fukushima so that we don't get fucking poisoned what is the problem then well the problem is is that the 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 organization that's in charge of this uh called tepco is the nuclear industry's equivalent of the new york state thruway authority I.e. Isn't, isn't it hard to transport that anyway? Well, yes. I mean, like, there's really you'd have to treat the water. the pro The problem is, is the water's actually has radioactive material in it. It's well, actually, it's tritium, which is you know, like a he like heavy water. But you have to build a facility to process and extract the heavy water from the normal water, and try and pull out any trace radio you know like any like actual hard metal contaminants stuff like that so i'm having okay so you've mm -hmm. already come up with an idea of something that you would have to do in order to treat this water yes uh, what the is the problem the problem is is japan is broke i dude this is why i say like this is a global problem mm -hmm. um we should definitely kick money to japan and help them out well, the problem is, is that we're broke and China's kind of broke. But yeah, this is really this is this is everyone's this is the equivalent of everyone bitching about the dog do on the yard, the, 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 the part in like in the public park and nobody grabbing a fucking plastic bag and just picking the fucking thing up. I, I love your analogies, but your analogies, your analogies end up with a stinky toilet and a shitty shoe. Yeah, that's I'm sorry. Whereas the one that we're talking about results in like. You know, uh, a massive, whole bunch massive of dead stuff. Yeah, massive, 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 uh, massive. Well, sorry, uh, crude analogies aside, it's the issue is the fun, fundamentally, um, 
there is any any talk about like keeping the ocean, you know, like tr treating the ocean with respect to the biosphere or whatever, is all talk and it's just pose. Yeah, I mean, like, actually, have you seen the have you seen the pictures of the Fukushima plant right now? Because they're all yeah, like there's there's an actual there's a there's one photo there. They're they're all temporary tanks hanging around this place. They they're they're literally like corrugated steel temp tanks, which is why they're trying to get rid of it, Wade. Because yeah, like it's they were never to, to that point. I thought that it was the the wastewater pool. I didn't realize that they'd actually built temporary storage. On yeah, they site. built temporary storage, and the problem is, is that the storage, from what I understand, and I heard this several years ago. Um, the the problem is is that the those storage tanks were only built to be temporary um over and they're million, starting to rot away they're starting yeah, to like over yeah. a million tons of they're starting to corrode water. and they're starting to get leaks anyway i just had hoped that maybe we could have figured some shit out and come up with a solution well they, they, they did they did unfortunately they did come up with a solution the solution was we're gonna wait until most people are too busy to care about. You know, most people have forgotten about this and just do the same thing that we've always done, which has been r remarkably irresponsible assholes. Man, uh, this because this is like an environmental thing that I think everyone would fucking agree, like right and left. Like, you know what? Might be a good idea to invest some fucking dollars into this infrastructure it's, and fix it, this. Well, you know, but it's also like this gets into this kind of concept of there are problems that there just is like, maybe there's just not a mechanism in the human experience to fucking deal with this. Like it's one thing if somebody fucking comes or somebody rolls over your border and starts murdering your citizens on mass. But it's another thing to be like the guy who's doing the planetary equivalent of taking their house garbage and just straight up dumping it on your lawn. Except it's also radioactive and, you know, causes bone deformities and, you know. No, didn't didn't Japan try pushing this by creating a mascot? Yeah. So <laughs> this this where, where this came to is that in 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 inimitable Japanese slash Asian culture that region of Asia culture style, they create a cute cartoon mascot to try and like make this make everyone feel better about it yes make this message not seem so scary this one this guy's name is um little mr tritium tritium coon tritium yep i would say tritium the long vowel i don't I have no idea aluminium no but yes yeah, so a little little mr tritium or tritium was meant he was is meant to to win over the support of the entire country of Japan. He kind of looks like it kind of looks like a it's a terrible terrible mascot. He looks like a pick like almost like a well it's it's a cart it's a cartoon actual tritium uh molecule. Cuz trit tritium's like water with an extra proton attached to you know it's it's water with an extra proton attached to it. Is is that how they're going to mitigate the Radioactive. No, that's the know, radio. That. No, tritium is actually the radioactive material oh. in the wastewater that's being discharged. Oh, and they just show them as all cute. Yep. I love the Japanese and Japanese culture. This is the one of the fucking things that I. <laughs> I'm just like, well, wow. <laughs> it, it, it also follows. It also follows a proud tradition, um, because 
the his predecessor was a, a, a mascot by the name of Plutonium Coon or Pluto Coon. And he was created back in the 1990s uh, in response to another uh, widespread incident of massive corruption in the Japanese nuclear industry, where guys were mixing reactor fuel in fucking buckets, and a guy uh, managed to make a functional nuclear reactor inside said bucket for about five seconds and became the uh, test case for, uh, what was it? You, you've seen Chernobyl, right? I've not mm-hmm. seen the show. No, I've I've yet to see it. I heard it's great. You, I'm we are going you, to watch it. You saw Chernobyl, right, Trace? Yeah. Okay. You know the part where the firefighters dissolving in the in the uh, the hospital bed. Hmm. That didn't actually happen during Chernobyl. That is a that is actually a retelling of what happened to this nuclear technician in Japan who was working for. Uh, the their, the state institute that was doing nuclear fuel for the Japanese nuclear program, who incidentally, uh, by mixing uh, various reactor fuels, made a nuclear uh, made a actual functional nuclear reactor uh, mm. in his hands and uh, irradiated himself with something like a million times the background radiation that you would experience at a nuclear plant. And gotcha. It just fell apart. It's not. It's not gotcha. good. And they created a mascot for him. Yes, they they created a mascot to say like it's not. He's like listen, a little baseball this is, player. This is very this is very rare. Don't be afraid. Like a child baseball player. Yeah, he, he does <laughs> weird little helmet. He he he. Is that really what it is? Or are you making it up? No, no, it, 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 it looked straight it up. up. <laughs> Take a look. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna save an image and share. <clears throat> but Pluto Coon. Pluto Coon. What makes it? What makes it like just amazing is that he, they actually have him drink a glass of plutonium in his fucking. Did you, I wish I had done more research on this? I, yeah, I, 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 uh, this is getting fucking gloom and doom. But I feel like this is all kind of getting gloom and doom. But did you hear? Um, I fucking saw this on the Pat McAfee show, which is like a sports show. It, it's it's like sports slash variety, but. That the the first confirmed. So there were all these UFO like releases from the Pentagon. Essentially, that mm-hmm. was kind of like, yeah, we're not sure what it is, but it's like they weren't really giving a lot of info. Apparently, the first confirmed, like, yes, the Pentagon has admitted, like, this is a UFO um, that we have no explanation for, has been released somewhat was recently. It- was it tw- was it 2012 or 2021? Did somebody get some dysgraphia and get a fucking number backwards? On <laughs> I wish I had heard more. I didn't know if maybe you guys had heard anything. I, no, I just I, saw yeah. twelve minute with a jock talking about it, so he wasn't all super informed about it. I mean, there's there, there's some like distracting things, but yes, is that the Navy basically straight up said, yeah, actually, we do have uh, non traditional or was it non traditional airframes uh performing intercepts on uh navy navy ships during operations it's got to be weird like you know you're a you're an air force pilot just minding your own business doing you know whatever you do as a air force pilot i don't know if they're drills or or um if there's like like inspections yeah i think pilots like like split time when not during war like patrolling and then you have like test pilots like testing out different like tech and stuff like that i think that's probably and then the all of a sudden of you're day. like 
They're like, uh, boss, there's um, there's a bogey. And the boss is like, oh, what does it look like? And you're like, um, well, it's defying gravity. <laughs> it's moving faster than what physics allow. I think there's somebody um, on top of it giving me the bird. It's very strange. Um, I, I can't even lock in on this thing. And the other pilots are like, we see it too. And your boss is like, it turns out that you didn't see that. Yep. It's like, definitely got to be like a weird thing. And then like 20 years later, it gets declassified. And we have this shaky black and white footage. And we're like, what the fuck is that? Like, that could have been bird shit on the windshield. Like, how the hell do we know what that is? And like, there's all this, there's all this information coming out now, and I don't know why now it's coming out with like about. I read, uh, well, a headline that like, the Navy has these technology. Like, it's at some point they're saying like it could it could alter the space of like the fabric of reality. What well, the fuck does that mean? You, you know, there's there's always the the blurbs on that kind of. <sighs> Listen to me. It's, it's, it sounds it's, like people are getting close to fusion. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't stay on one. I can't. I can never like stay on one side of that 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 uh conspiracy theory versus poopa thing. Um, the Nate. So you have to understand some historical context, which is that the Navy has always been the place that like the really weird fucking military research you know like technological research has gone down you know for all the see you know like for all the you know nuclear you know nu mobile nuclear power plants high energy physics you know the navy basically the, the navy got in because it was the engineering it was the engineering armed service from the start of there being armed services in, in you know at least in the united states and generally in most countries anyways because you know it's 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 the equivalent of space travel before we and, and you know the navy has had a history with nasa and stuff like that too yeah um uh in the air force but my thing is is that if you had something that could accelerate that fast why wouldn't you go to nasa and be like oh hey you can get to the moon twice as fast yep. here just use this fucking thing like, oh yeah you don't have to look like a fucking rocket going into the sky at a rocket speed, which is still very fast, but you know, just, just billowing out fuel flames very everywhere and smoke yeah, and, yeah. you know, putting Anyone rocket fuel into our air for giant space for, long. for the rest of eternity. It's like, Oh, it turns out that you don't actually have to do that. We have this other ship. You could just use this other ship and uh, yeah, it'd be much better. And it's like, now nah, we're going to keep it from the NASA engineers. Yeah. Like, this is the part where it's like, well, if the NASA engineers are this good. How have they not like caught up with that I, tech? Well, so I would argue like, eh, I picked up Johnny's uh, notes. I, I would argue use that, warp drive now. I would argue that NASA is very, very friendly with other nations and like, because they're scientists, like well, they're true scientists, not scientists like for America. They're scientists for the betterment of humanity. Well, and I think that they don't have a problem, you know, sharing information with other countries. And I think the, the military has a massive problem with that. So, 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 so two things. One, 
actually, there's a lot of flatback I think because NASA actually is very involved with the military industrial space complex. But the more, the more, I think the more relevant thing to Trace's point is that how many times have you worked on a project where you find out the upper management had like you know like at at the C-suite level they had like nine or ten different like overlapping projects and nobody fucking talked to anybody about what what had gotten passed out you know like you're saying that they're not sharing the stuff it's like well that's assuming that everybody's kind of everybody's the same team you know like you you work you you might work for the same boss we're talking about defying physics right i mean how long how long can that be a secret of the public sector right right? well the sector that is famous for still using floppy drives on their fucking yeah. missile launchers. Yeah. Like well, how, how could they have the floppy disk on in one hand? And then in the <laughs> other hand, they have this fucking rocket ship that defies physics. Well, so, so here, here's, here's the, here's, here's a potential avenue of explanation, which is it's, the same reason why we don't fly the SR-71 as a reconnaissance aircraft anymore, which is that it costs like something on the order of $80,000, $90,000 a minute to keep that plane in the air. And what if it's something that breaks the laws of physics, but it's the, it's the oh, by the way, every time we fly this thing, it's $5, mil- it's $5 million. <laughs> and it, t- it's a, it's a, it's a, it uses a material that we can only manufacture enough of it to do it like maybe, you know, nine times a year. If that's the case, why not share the info? Cause it's awesome. And you don't want, you know, like you don't want anybody else to it, solve that problem. What if it requires babies? That's actually, yes. The, the heart of the heart of an, or the heart of an orphan child. Yeah, what if it requires something that's so morally wrong that they're like, yeah, we got the tech, but it turns out that we need, we actually need a lot of babies. Yeah. It, it, and, yes. Uh, it turns out it, the old gods are real. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, like, yes. It's, it's the it's, first it's using... experiment. The first experiment, we drugged the mothers. We took their babies. Um, we lied to them. We told them that they never had a child and it worked okay. But then the second and third babies that we took from them, they caught um, on. They all started to commit suicide because they thought that they were crazy. And unfortunately, we can't use the mothers for the rocket fuel. We need to have the, more, the babies. And now we're out of mothers for babies. So until we can clone babies, we're no longer going to fly this rocket. Like, you- if, if it's something so morally wrong, I can see it. But if it's just a limited resource, who cares? Did you? It's a did limited you, resource. Spend a thousand years making one ounce of whatever that resource is that you need to just break the laws of physics, and just let us focus on that. I or maybe I see, we got to mine it from outer space. I see you're a man of culture, Trace, and uh, have played Death Stranding because that's actually the plot of that game. Spoilers. I have no idea what we're talking about, but I'm glad. It's a game by Hideo uh, Kojima. Kojima. Um, actually starring Norman Reedus and there are some other famous people that starred in that video game, but it's, it's a very high minded, uh, fucking sci-fi concept. I actually don't know the concept of the fucking game. I just, I know some of the concepts the, of the, the game. G- the gist is the kind of tra- trace point. The gist is, is that, um, there is, well, it, yeah, not getting too deep into the plot. 
you have these i'm trying to think what they actually what the hell they call them um bts or something like that they have these tubes that actually have infants <laughs> that have been harvested from they're not infants they're fetuses fetuses yeah but yeah, yeah, hey an infant a, 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 a fetus is a person too um that's true but it's but yes, is that the, 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 what they're doing is that they they effectively use these quasi-aborted fetuses as anchors to travel between the the the, dimen- the death dimension and the real world, mm-hmm. and it's how they okay. like it's how they travel through. It's you know like it's it's faster than it's effectively faster than light travel. That would that would explain these UFOs completely. Because you, it's it's a limited resource of those. Well, because it, it's funny because you, you make this you make this thing and be, even Death Stranding there uh there was a remake of a, a 60s TV series called The Outer Limits back in yeah, the late the, the late ninety. Well, there was but there was one thing where there was a lady who actually had built a time machine, and one mm. of the constituent components was the cerebral cortex from. An aborted infant because the abort infants don't develop the part of their brain that's c- responsible for perceiving time until after a particular point or a, basically a human brain doesn't develop the the organ that per- mm-hmm. perceives time and that was how that they use so you can these, time travel if you have that old brain yes they use they were using the brain as basic they were using that brain as basically a controller to navigate through that's interesting space. it seems like they they just make people with brains that never develop well that's that's where that's where you get the functional nanotechnology right that's kind of i guess that would be expensive to keep them alive their brains aren't developed Mm. again it sounds (laughs) sounds like a great explanation for why these ufos only come out once in a while because they need a whole they need a whole mess of babies they have to burn you're 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 burning people like coal you're burning right and i say babies generically right yes It, it, it might be an unborn baby um, it might just be a semen cannon. Maybe they just need a whole bunch. See, with that, they would the rockets. They, the rockets would be flying. If it was yes, just semen, would, there'd yeah, be a bunch they, of guys that'd be like, yeah. "I don't care if a, I don't care if a <laughs> robot milks me." Is it hot? <laughs> they, don't, they don't even care if it's hot. It, yeah, like, you're right. Um, you, you remember that episode of um of Big Mouth? When which one? He's like he's like at his. It's like one of the first episodes and he's at his friend's house and he can't get rid of his boner. So he jerks off staring at the clock. It's just a cat clock. Oh my God. (laughs) He just stares at the cat clock. He like pictures, he pictures the tail on the cat clock being like, like I think his friend's sister, like playing golf. She was was like her swinging the club back and forth. It's it's, starts uh, visualizing. Yeah. What? (laughs) It's somebody, it's some like a friend, family friend or something like that, that she's playing golf or something. And she's like, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yes, yes. He's yes, just yes. got like her short golf skirt on, but it, all it took was a cat clock. If we could put, if we could, in, if we could make the space program better with semen, I don't think it would be a trouble at all. Right. You could just put pictures of Marge Simpson, like hand drawn by my four year old, and <laughs> guys would be like, "Yeah, okay." I, I mean, it's not really what I'm into, but okay. I don't. I don't like think you need. You even need to do that, right? You just tell a bunch of dudes, right? Like, you, you, you work off for science could, and just do it. You could get two coffee stains, 
kind of resemble boobs. The coffee. I don't cup. think you need that. I think you just, like I said, you just close your eyes and fucking imagine whatever you need to. I don't think you need any visual stimulation, right? That, maybe you don't need it, but I really, I really <laughs> like the idea of just like six hundred cat clocks lined up <laughs> with the tail okay, wagging, so. and guys just <laughs> staring into the cat clocks and trying to picture. So- so my, my my question is: Are they all are they are they wagging in sync, or is it kind of like a wave? We would all like them to wag in sync because that would be very um, satisfying. But you and I know the truth, Gunner. It'd be out of sync. And then nobody would be able to finish their task. Is it too focused on? Yeah, you know it's cool though. I bet you once like every like few hours oh actually probably be every millennium but that all of the tails would look like they're making a wave going all the way down it would be rare though because it'd always be one tail off i'm i'm just i'm i'm just picturing this cacophony of 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 clock clacks and and, what if what if you got the black clock cat what did you what if you got the black one and somebody else had the red one? Do you think they'd let you switch? Probably. <sighs> yeah. Variety is the spice of life. Or do you think you just give up and be like, you know what? I'm not gay, but today I am. Just reach over, help the oh. guy out. I mean, I don't know how long have these guys been in there. About three minutes. I mean, but like, what if they were already gay? <laughs> is 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 it is it? Yeah, well, so then, here's the question. Then maybe they is walk out. Gay, is it gay if the circle if the circle is closed? Or if this as long as the circle is open, as long as the line is open and there's an empty hand somewhere in that chain. I know a straight man that went to one of those peep shows and he reached into booth next to him and started Oh, I got like, like the, you like popped the quarter in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You put the money in and then like it opens up and you can see somebody dancing and he reached like he, he could like put his hand somehow he's able to reach into the booth next to him. And he, he, um, he took care of his neighbor. He's and he, he's straight. I think like probably not like, I don't like, I, th- I think the, I think like everyone's a little bit gay at least. Is it the, well, yeah, but here's the thing is, is it the eye contact that ultimately determines that? If if it's if, <laughs> if it's gay or not, yes. Well, like this is the best part is if you don't collapse that wave function. He was super happy that the other guy was like down with it. It's like, man, I didn't expect him to be down with this. And then the other guy reached back. He zipped like, his like, pants up and ran out. Yeah, really. Yeah, he freaked him out. That's a, see, that's kind of interesting. If you like, look at the psyche of that. The psyche of that is like. It's okay if you do it, but it's but at some point it freaks you out if somebody else's some other guy is doing it to you. That's odd. That's bizarre. It's not bizarre, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, everyone's got their own thing, but I don't know. Like, I think a guy's in prison, right? Like, you're doing mm-hmm. life in prison. Mm-hmm. I think at some point you're just like fucking. If this is. <laughs> I've grown so tired of my hand. You're going to start to try and fucking alter alter situations in your mind to make it okay to uh, to have some sort of a physical uh, or, interaction with somebody. Or or it's oh. like uh, 
Baki the Grappler, where you get the Russian prisoner who got to the point where he could hang off a wall by just holding onto a bolt. He got so much grip strength. Right. Yeah. What if you? I wonder what would happen. Like, what if, like, what if he just got like two men and you just left him on an island and they were like ninety nine percent chance of being as straight as possible? Like, would they just like eventually? like start having sex with each other, not because they're, they're gay, but just because they realize that it's slightly better than having sex with themselves. I feel like that's like prison, right? Like it's kind of like you're trapped, right? There's nowhere Mm -hmm. to go. Um, I think once they realize like there's no fucking way off this Island and no one's coming to get you. Like, I, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I think like the coconut, the coconut that you fuck on a regular basis probably gets, you know, gets old. you got to heat it up on a microwave though first though. <laughs> I I I think I think if I did it they'd need to shave more. <laughs> like on a I, desert I, island? <laughs> it's it's I think it's because of my programming of just these fucking yeah. disgusting hairy men. Dudes are gross, like, like for real, real gross. Like I don't like seeing myself naked. I'm like that looks I, that looks like gross. It's not like a lot of hair that I look like I like a bear. It's no, just it's like pair pat- in the like, wrong place. Yeah, and it's like patchy almost. Yeah, it's, it it's doesn't not, look good. No, it's awful. Poor Shauna. Yeah, <laughs> speak. I don't know. Women must really love their men because there's men just don't look good. Till death no, right. till death do you part. <laughs> Is 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 that is that like a sacred promise or is that like at least at some point I'm not gonna have to deal with this? Love and cherish until death do us part. What's that? What what's the sacred, pro- what's no, the sacred till, promise? Till, 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 till death do us part. Uh-huh. You know, but it's like is that is that like is that like a sacred it's like I will be with you forever, or it's like, hey honey, at least this is gonna end someday. <laughs> One day I'll be dead. Yeah, but that's a long time. Unless you're a robot. Like, I don't think they're like, oh, well, at least someday he'll be dead. I mean, you can outlive your wife. I don't. It's quite the. That's quite the gamble. Speaking of gambles. And it's not like they. It's not like all women are like, well, I'm not into men anymore. I've had. I just had one for fifty years. It's not like they're like, no, I think I'm going to find another man. I, there's something about the beer gut and, and the hair in places that is not attractive that I'm just going to go right back to. Yeah, man. Why do they stick around? Maybe it's sometimes I think it's just because we can open the mayonnaise jar better. I, honestly, dude, that's not a bad. I, I like break that down like to like a primal thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, but but the guy thing shit goes down. This fucker's going into it first. Like he's just he's just wired. Yeah, I'm not going to. Gonna- I'm not going to protect the family. I'm just going to be the first one to die. And that's, that's me protecting the family, right? It's like right. the fodder. Yes. I'm like the, yes. I'm like the, well, I'm like the not bulletproof vest. Yeah. But what, what, what about when your Tesla, what about when your car can just like do all those jobs, not open the mayonnaise jar, but you know, you just call it and throw it. It will throw itself in front of your path to save you. You know, it's, it's interesting because I don't, it's i i'm not i'm not by any means a strong person like i can't like lift a lot for my weight right but i am still like twice as strong as my wife 
And when I say strong, I mean simply picking something up. Yes. I mean, women obviously you do, endure you do exponentially certain, more physical damage. Right. You know what I mean? Then then she probably can. Yeah. And, I mean, and I think on average that's correct. Like that's fair. That's she, she, she puts up with more pain, I think, first of all, because she's married to me. But also, like you know, the the whole childbirth thing. Like, I, I don't. I'm scared. I was scared to have another child watching her in pain, right? And then all of a sudden, like a year later, she smells a baby and she's like, "Oh, I want one." What the fuck is wrong with you? You're like, "Oh, my labor wasn't that bad," and it's like, I thought I broke your hip. Like I thought, I did the same thing to you having the baby. That we do to the turkey when we're trying to break the leg oh, off. God. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe, and the doctors are like, well, he's strong enough to freaking break her leg off. Have him press her leg back like a turkey. And then somehow it happens two more times. And I'm like, well, that's a level of pain tolerance that I truly can't comprehend. Just the stress alone, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this again. Yeah, like like moving, picking stuff up, moving it around, even swinging a hammer. Like maybe it's maybe that's nature. Maybe some of that's nature. But uh, man, like you watch like you watch like like kids playing out in the backyard, and the kids that like the, the boys at age three are already trying to figure out if they can get the aluminum baseball bat and break it in half. It's just like dink. And you're like, kid, what the fuck are you doing? Think, think, think. It's like, the fuck? And then you walk out there and this baseball bat is like, it's like a fucking pancake. It's like, why, why do you want to do that? But then 10, 15 years later, that same kid is like, I need to get this bolt off of a car. And I know exactly how strong it is because I snapped a baseball bat in half when I was three by brute force and determination. So do you wonder, do you wonder if this is why we're fucked is that our brains are deliberately wired to ignore all that bad shit. What's like, you know, bad shit? You know, like the like you know like your wife's like you know you're talking about like breaking your you know breaking Jen's leg <laughs> or you know like because you you have shit like do you have stuff that comes up that you you can you forget about it and then like something like drop almost drops you and then you realize oh this is something really fucking stupid I did about like 20 years back that I should have known better and now now I'm permanently now I'm permanently fucked now I'm kind of permanently fucked by it but you know it's just it you know the yeah. the legacy of a misspent youth kind of ache and pain I, I spent years of my life fucking essentially <laughs> fighting large gentlemen for you know for a sport <laughs> and now my fucking back is fucked <laughs> and I don't know how it's going to play out the rest of my well, life you know if, if you start doing those kegels now you plank, you, you you plank, you'll be fine, right? I guess. Or we just get you in the Titan chair. I need to get in the fucking dreadnought. 
The dreadnought. Yeah, I, I wish I wish that we could because man, females just that the the ability to just ignore all that horrible, horrible pain and fucking suffering that they go through just to give birth. Wish we could like harness that mm-hmm. and like use it towards something that like, you know, would be like like would be the betterment of yeah. like all humanity. Yeah, like give it to the men that are like ready to go postal. Like they're gonna go back to work and shoot up all their coworkers. It's like just give them a little bit of that pain tolerance. Oh, who knows? Maybe they had was it. it a, was, maybe they was this maybe guy... twenty years worth to push them over. Shitty fucking news, like in the news. It seems that, and maybe it's just because I'm I'm sens- I'm a little more sensitive to it or whatever, but it seems like every other fucking week there's some sort of a mass shooting. Was this guy like a fur or a brony, this last guy, this oh, FedEx facility? This, this 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 thing with the the Wisconsin shooter, right? Yes. The Applejack, the, the quote-unquote Applejack manifesto. Can you explain to me? Okay, so A, he wrote essentially something like, I hope in death I can join Applejack. Did they kill a My Little Pony character or something? No. Okay. Uh, he he was just crazy. He was just fantasizing about well, this character that was created by someone. Well, there, there's, 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 there's like a couple things going. on. You know these people, Gunner, which is why I brought this I, up. I know. I, I know. I, I, don't, I, I don't know nothing. I just know. I don't know the the dark side of the of the bronies. Well, so um. I mean, it's not just it's not just the brownie because it's an anime thing too. But the, the what what's happened is that it's there's a lot of there's a lot of recruiting going on for um, far right neo Yahtzee, you know, uh, politics going on in these like fringe fan communities okay you know well saying? let's like, be you, fair get, there's a lot of know, fucking you know like game, a lot of recruiting going on for fucking far left <laughs> yeah communist that, part communist fucking well, parties as because, well because you know it, again it, Amer- america america in its its in- inevitable overconsumption is always good as that like hey we have the same we effectively ha- we're a one-party state but we have two of them because you know we need pepsi and coke <laughs> so are you saying are you saying that this guy who Truly believes that friendship is magic. Magic. Uh, shot shot a bunch of people in the face. Um, killed people. Um, because he was he was manipulated by. No. Um. So, I think, and, and to go back, where this kind of loops back around, because we've talked we've talked about like fucking hate forums on the internet before too. Not like, not your statement you know, was that there's a lot of recruiting. There's a lot of recruiting. So no, no, no. no. So, 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 okay. Suggesting that that led to murder. A brony no, no, no. performed so, the murder. So yes. how are you gonna how are you gonna put those pieces together? So what? The way Do they have a motive. Does this guy have a motive? Or was uh, he just not, like sad as fucking they, crazy? Uh, I mean, like pretty much crazy. Uh, there, there's. There's there's two things, which is that one, there's a there's a there's a there's a narrative going on in 
like I don't want to say popular media because I don't know like anybody fucking read Rolling Stone at this. Do you know anybody that reads Rolling Stone at this fucking point? Not that I'm aware of. I actually don't know anybody that reads any real like magazine anymore. All right, except but, maybe know, like you know the the, the one of the problems is that like you're not gonna you're not gonna get like an inf- like an actual informed thing because there's two problems, which is that one people don't have the fucking attention span. Yeah, because one it's it, it's irritating as fuck. Uh, the whole thing. Uh, two. All the all the, or shit, almost all of the media that we get exposed to at this point is fucking tabloid journalism at, at, now because it, it and brony weirdo, you know far right you know far right brony weirdo Nazi makes better fucking verbal hashtags than mentally mentally ill teenager. Goes on shooting rampage. Also was a also uh, incorporated fantasy life into mental mental illness. Bothers me these things even make the news. Yeah, I feel like every time one makes the news, someone's like, you know, maybe that's how I'll go out. Yeah, I'm. Sad. And there's more, and it just spurs more divisive shit. Oh, like, oh, oh, what? Look at the assault rifle. You. It's like now the Second Amendment debate's going to start up again. It's like, well, it, the 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 main thing. Know. Yeah, the the main thing. I say the main thing. The guy that fucking Biden put in charge of the ATF was also one of the big proponents saying that the Branch Davidians were shooting down ATF and FBI helicopters with 50 caliber sniper rifles when they did the siege at Wake or did the siege at, at Waco, Waco, which is not true, obviously. Yes, they're just it, it, to trace his point. It's it's fucking it's irritating. It's ir- because it's it's like get new get get new lies okay we understand that you are incapable of actually having a meaningful informed conversation with the public but could you at least fucking come up with a new bit because you're going to you're you're going to pretend and it's 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 like it's like a fu- it's like fucking catching a kid stealing a cookie for the 7th time and using the same lie. It's like, one, I'm irritated that you lied to me. But two, I would really just appreciate it if you came up with a new, better story that at least entertained me in this. Because I, I know that I know this is not going to go well for either of us. I'm I, yeah. And, and I'm glad you bring that up because this is about the, the, the baby, the, the baby, the kid that lies like seven times. It's the same fucking lie. Just like retreaded. Right. It's I've. This is what's the most disheartening to me. This is what bothers me the most. It's like it doesn't matter anymore. Like it doesn't matter what lie they tell, right? Like by hook or by crook, someone's going to buy it. You know what I mean? And then it's going to just divide. And it's like usually with that kid that lies all the time and stealing the cookie, you have at least some amount of control where you can make his life so fucking miserable that he'll never do it again, right? And I'm not saying like physically beat the fuck out of him or break his arms and legs and shit. I'm saying just take away the things that he loves. Like take away the things that he <laughs> uses the priority. His his hands, the well, the, abil- the ability to put, the the ability to poop under his own power. Everyone has something that 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 they love. Everyone has some sort of essentially leverage to give up. But did like, you, there's no leverage. Did 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 you did you watch the uh, trial? In Chauvin trial. The Chauvin trial today. No, I. I didn't. I saw the closing argument. I thought the prosecutor's closing statement was, whew, man, really well done. 
the, uh, but I, the, I didn't the, watch it though. The defense attorney went through all of these different stuff. You know, and again, I understand, but like the defense attorney, the final line of defense was effectively, "Hey, um, actually, everything we're everything that they did is actually really fucked up, but that's their training, and that's what." <laughs> And yeah, he did, I did, he did hear exactly, that a lot of it was like, well, exactly they were trained properly. No, no, they were trained properly. This is like, well, no, this is what we train. This is what this is how we train them to do how to handle it. effectively what he was saying was that it's not it, the officer. It's not that the officer did anything wrong. It's that the system is the, the, the system is to blame because sure. he did exactly as he was trained to handle this. And instead of actually, he was, and he didn't even say that the system was wrong. He's saying like, well, no, he just this this was this was this was this is just what's going to happen. This is you know, it, it's it's like, what do you want us? What do you want me to do? It's 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 the it's the. <sighs> On a brighter note of justice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about in Tennessee uh, a um, uh, so there was something it, there was an opioid, a ma- massive opioid. I'm forgetting the name, but it, it ended in ER extended release um, that very similar to the you know the other opioid companies throughout the, the, the country, the pharmaceutical companies irresponsibly um, pushed these drugs uh, a in a kind of a crazy turn in a very, um, a very unique and rare setting, a judge gave like essentially a snap judgment because um, both the pharmaceutical company and the lawyers representing them were trying to suppress uh, evidence and, and stuff. And a lot of like underhanded things going on. The judge was pretty much like, Nope, you're fucking guilty. We'll, we'll, we'll move on to the punishments punishment stage mm-hmm. at this point like the, the prosecutor really just, didn't have to do just, anything he just judged they just judge judy that shit yeah he's he like, was just like oh, yeah i'm gonna take it out of the prosecution's hands you guys are fucking up so much they, that i'm you're done you're guilty yeah what is it? They, they, that's why i love judge judy he he's like oh i, I caught you judy in too. one lie i caught you in one lie well you know what don't piss don't piss you on my lose back. yeah don't don't piss on my back and tell me it's raining so yeah if you love judge judy might i suggest Judge Reinder. Yes. Uh, Endopharmaceuticals. Yes, that's it. But it's like... My entire house just lost electricity for a second. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that somehow... Weird. Yeah. yeah We're still recording? Yeah, we, we are recording. That's what's interesting. I mean, I'm on battery, so whatever electrical surge uh, just made okay. it through our house didn't affect me um but what's impressive is that the internet didn't drop yeah true i don't know the router didn't reset. Uh, there might be there must be some good capacitors in that router i got we're, we're talking too much <laughs> too much too much about uh about justice being served the man doesn't want well, us to uh well, it's weird because i clicked on judge reinder's face and the fucking lights started <laughs> flickering and i'm like i'll never do that again he's badass I don't want to deal with him. It's the robots rebelling. So Judge Reinders, Judge Reinder is to Judge Judy what Dragon's Den is to Shark Tank. Oh, okay. 
Well, I'm not huge on Dragon's Den, but uh, so no? you're saying no. he's he's he compliments it. He's good. He's a snarkier British. Well, oh, okay. yeah, I'd say snarkier British version of oh, okay. uh, of Judge and Judy. I don't have a problem with it. It's just um, he's Judge Judy, except he actually he, he his opinion actually matters. The, the Dragon's Den is like. I, I, why don't they just call it Shark Tank? Like that's the part I don't understand. I actually don't because know which they, came out first, Shark Tank uh, or Dragon's Den. I think it was Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den. Yeah. Shark Tank. Shark. Oh. Shark Tank. Shark Tank sounds better. Well, it's because it's America. It's the yeah, same. Re- true. Like but, the, Appre- but, the Apprentice is actually a British show that got remade in the United States. That's fine, but we're talking about Shark Tank. No, and I'm saying Shark Tank is an American version. Of Dragon's, Dragon's Den. Den, but you said but The Apprentice. I'm yes, because it's it's the same deal. It was they took the show, they took a show, they like took the a office. format from the UK mm-hmm. on one of the private the commercial stations, and they made mm-hmm. an American version of it. What's weird about The Office is the American version of The Office is really The Office now, because yes. it lasted so much longer than the than the original. True, That's but true. uh. Yeah, you know, I guess I don't have a problem with Dragon's Den. You're right, though. I mean, I guess I I watch I watch the U.S. I watch Shark Tank like like I really enjoy Shark Tank, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it because I've I've watched it enough that I understand that it's not just intimidation from the investors. Like they actually have a lot of insight. So I like to watch it because of that. So maybe I'm just shy to get into a new one because I don't know these fuckers. Well, and I, I just, love I'm like, no, they're just being assholes. But that's the thing, dude. I don't know if there's another nation of people that burn mm-hmm. as bad as the fucking as, as people from like Britain burn. <laughs> they burn, <laughs> they burn you. And it's just like in such a way that yeah. it's like in America, like like shark, I, I, I will compare Shark Tank and Dragon's Den. Like Shark Tank, you know, Mr. Wonderful's just an asshole, right? Like he's just flat out an asshole. In Dragon's Den, it's just like they're somewhat they're so very formal about it. It's like they're telling you to go fuck yourself and you're a moron, but mm. without those words. It's very impressive yeah. to me, anyway. Mr. Wonderful is actually my favorite investor. I know they call them sharks, but they're really just investors. Um they call they're like celebrity investors but they they aren't really even celebrities like besides mark cuban the other ones um are largely popular because of the show like unless you just happened to be in in one of the industries that they're very pop that they're very popular and powerful in um you wouldn't know their name right like i, I, I would you, i would argue dame dash is is, is a celebrity well i mean because we grew up with fubu right so to us he's like um he's kind of like a but um and he's a rags to riches story a couple of them are rags actually most of them are rags to riches stories um but uh i I like mr wonderful because i've noticed over the years that the rest of them usually model their offers after him they call him a savage and then they model their offers after him because his are usually the best i find him to be the voice of reason but people think he's an asshole because he uses just a few phrases that are very rude. And the one that he uses the most is um, he says like the, 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 the you know, the, the people talk about like the industry, like um, 
like how much money is in the industry? And he's like, he's like, well, you know, the, 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 the big, the big players in this industry will crush you like the cockroach that you are. <laughs> and it sounds rude, but it's the same phrase every time. And I think it's just a metaphor. It's a correct metaphor. Um, it's like you're a small company so. and they will just, if you don't have something on your idea that protects you from them, they will crush you because you don't have the resources to protect yourself from the big players that I just, that is more of a business lesson, right? Like, let's say you go into the sneaker business, right? And nothing about your sneaker is proprietary. It's just a cool sneaker and you pitch it on shark tank. He's going to be like, Nike is going to crush you like the cockroach that you are, right? <laughs> They're just going to copy yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't. But he's also being like a douchebag too. Like you're, per yeah. you're personifying someone as a cockroach, not as like you know what I mean, like an That's ant the or part. something. That's the part where I think he's intentionally rash, and that's I don't know if I could handle all four sharks to, or all five or however many are on the panel. What if I could handle them all doing that in a British accent? I think, but I think it might throw my anxiety over. Is, 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 Maybe it'll be the best show I've ever watched. You know, again, living circumstances. My 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 father especially has gotten into television to turn your mind off with. Uh -huh. And well, especially because HDTV. You know, you, you have all these you have all these supplementary channels. One of them's running all the programming from uh, A and E, so it's like Storage mm -hmm. Wars. Mm -hmm. Duck Dynasty I love that stuff. and Storage Not Wars. Duck Dynasty, but I like but Storage the, Wars. Yeah, Storage Wars. Um, do you remember Dale, the 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 yep, the yep guy, yeah, the yep guy? Yeah. The and you know you talk about that like he was actually the only real business dude on mm. that show, and you know he had his he had his bit, and you talk about like you know you you had you can sell a yup T-shirt. Yeah, uh, you might as well. Well, no, but, but but no. Besides that, it's like you talk about that. Mark, you know, the, the, they have to be the asshole. But he's the only guy who ever actually like, hey, if you watch any Dale, of, Dale, yeah, if you're you, no, if you hear any of the conversations, I googled Storage Wars Dale. He's not coming up. Dave, you talking about Daryl? Dave, 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 uh, Dave Hester. Okay, all right. Sorry, I wanted Dale. to make sure. Sorry, right. but Dave was the only one that ever actually had like a legit, mm -hmm. you know business like here i'm looking at actually this is my yeah i can buy yeah i can buy i can buy a unit and we can sell stuff and make money on it but is it really worth my fucking hassle of yeah. having time you know like you know like there but the thing is with those storage wars either it's a gamble right yeah because you could oh. have bought they they're only allowed to like peek in for a second and then they close it and, and then they or they bid they bid with like the door open but they don't know what's in the boxes they don't know what's behind oh, so it's 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 a risk, but and what happens is is after a while you can start to smell out, uh, you can start to smell out the 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 storage areas that have valuable stuff. Like you either know that the people, like you could tell maybe by the way stuff is stacked, or you see like a little piece of wood out of the corner, and you're like, I know that's that's a very expensive antique, but they like they have like. They, they have like a sixth sense for smelling those things out. And I think the sharks do too. I think that a lot of the times when I watch um, 
when I watch those investor shows, they're actually investing into the person. They're not investing into the, the, uh, the yeah. company. They're not investing into the brand. They're not investing into the product. They're investing into the person. They're like, you know what? This guy's product might suck, but the fact that he's sold $300,000 worth in six months means that I need to, I need to know this guy. Like I need to invest into this guy and then I could just throw another product at him I and it's I, going to be even more successful. I, I, I recognize the hustle. Yeah. No. Yeah. The and the talent. Yep. Right? Yeah, because yeah, because you can it you know, it's like uh work smarter not harder. I see. Yeah, the trick the trick the trick to being a successful on, you know, what is it? It's the, it's it's the it's the software development codec or you know, codex, which is that the trick is not being the trick is not being especially talented. The, the trick is not being especially rich. The trick is having smart, smarter friends work for you. The, the ability to exploit others' talents, <laughs> others yes. more talented no, than you are. Speaking of that, we have more topics from Mike Walker. Oh, yeah. We're in overtime, it's aren't easier, we? It's easier to make him work for us. Yes. Is it, we're, we're in overtime, that's correct? Yeah, we just hit an hour. Okay. Um, we're going to burn through all of these and give us more because – he ain't getting his extra 15 minutes after this episode if we don't have more topics. That's a, so we the way did the gumball. This 15 minutes should just be his. Like, <laughs> he's the only one feeding us topics. True. This is the, uh, so far, this is the uh, official Mike Walker segment. <laughs> yeah. We're, we, next, we, next week, next week, we're, we're doing the Wheel of Mike. Ooh, Mike Walker, I like that. 15 minute Ranger. Yes. Um, so we did Gumball. We did Monster Trucks on air shows. He kind of had those like. Yeah. Okay. What was your favorite time in your life? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a really tough one. What if, one you've what if you've enjoyed none of it? That's That's an answer. Is that your answer? Huh. See, yeah. So, is it? Is it? Is it? Really simple question. No. <laughs> there. Simple answer. No. What? What would have to top? What would have to happen to top? The most famous. Well, I could probably, I could say one of the best times of my life because it's hard for me to isolate the best time without like making a list and then picking the top. But uh, man, one of the best times of my life was, um, we, uh, growing up, we used to, um, used to ride BMX bikes, but we had, we had realized that one of the ditches in our yard was like just like one side of it. It was like was like a like a smooth climb, and then the other side was a really sharp incline. And we realized that if we just drove our bike full speed into the ditch, it was like it was like this really nice bike jump. And uh, started getting, you know, we we'd put like a put like a like a like a log or like a piece of wood, and we'd like jump over the wood, and we kept going higher and higher. And I was having a really hard time 
um, we had like this cardboard box that we'd stand up and it was like two feet tall. And I had a really hard time jumping over that cardboard box with my bike. And, uh, I decided to grab my younger brother's bike and it was like, it had like little tiny wheels on it. I was like giant on that thing. And I cleared that fucking cardboard box, with that little tiny bike. That was one of the, that was one of the best times in my life. Like that day, it just kept getting better and better. Gunner, you're up next. Uh, no, I, I already, I already, I already. You just said no. <laughs> I, I get the despairing answer. What's your answer, Wade? What's your moment of reflection? Uh, it's is a, it's a. I feel like this question's almost a trap because if you don't say right now, it's like, well, what the fuck's wrong? What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, but it's, I don't fucking know. Well, no. The thing is, is that you're also evaluating from the person. The person that it happened to is not the same person that's answering the question. I, 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 you know what? I don't know. I don't know how you felt at this time in your life, Wade, but I remember when you were the spokesperson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't have to pick this one, but I remember when you were the spokesperson for the senior skits, I oh, remember God. how natural you felt up there. Yeah. Think about that. Like, like you were such a good host for the senior skits. You were just in your element. And I was just like, man, like I've been in fucking musicals and chorus and all of these things where I get in front of people, but somehow Wade can just get up and talk about all these fucking seniors in high school, um, introduce people like you were so natural at that job. I, uh, so, uh, so if I reflect on that, I'll actually, I'll actually say that qualifies. That was probably the only time, one of the few times in my life, and this is pathetic and sad that because it was like, it's my senior year, and honestly, whatever happens after this, there's only a few weeks that I have to fucking deal with it. That I don't have to have this like, uh, like fear of being judged or yeah, I don't um, have to be that have this like I don't have to I can take this like jock armor off. I don't have to be the fucking jock right now, and I can actually do something that I'm that I've always been somewhat passionate about, but I've always felt the pressure to uh, fight because that was just the archetype I got thrown into. So. Yeah, that was like a really freeing moment for me. I actually, uh, that's a good one, Trace. Wow, very uh, introspective there. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's kind of fucking. Well, it's yeah. a little bit sad, but um, I think about those times because that that same that was almost one of the that was one of the worst times of mine because I thought it was a good idea um, since it was senior skits and we were just playing practical jokes, kind of you know ones that we had written. Uh, I decided to play one that was had not been written, and I pulled the chair out from underneath one of my classmates as she was sitting down, and she hit her head really hard on the chair and started crying on stage. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe I've locked this out. Uh, well, I, we don't. We, won't, we don't want to name names, obviously. We, really? Like the during during yeah. practices or or like during you know, the during during the skit? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was a fucking idiot. I apologized to her a hundred times. Didn't matter though. Never forget because I mean she felt embarrassed, but man, I felt like a fucking asshole. I don't want to hurt someone, you know? What a terrible, what a terrible thing to put someone through. How about hobbies you wish you had? That's a good one. Yeah, let's just I'm I'm all sad now. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe that ties up in your best moment. You so see, you're saying that being a a, a co host for a two year long running failing podcast is not your uh, 
<laughs> Why would we even classify as failing? We have gained some yeah. listeners in this two years. Mm-hmm. Maybe not I would as say many as we would. I would say to. that. I would say that we're 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 not we're not failing because we've never been successful. There you go. Actually, yes. That, 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 that As works. a hobby, it's actually working well, right? Because it's 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 kept us. We, we're still doing it, you know. And like, let's say we decided that we were going to, you know, make puzzles and glue them together so they stay together forever, and we were going to do that on Monday nights, right? At the end of it, like, if you only had twenty people over the course of two years compliment your puzzles, and I mean, is that a failure? No, what it's else really a failure. It's really a failure that you've been spending that time on puzzles. So the failure is the fact that we're recording. <laughs> I take well, it that being said, it's a hobby, right? It's, it's like hobby, none, yeah. none of us at this time yet have said, okay, we need, we're actually going to focus all of our energy on this and we're going to start. And should we? Well, I mean, if you wanted to. <laughs> well, maybe we should. Maybe we should. I just like feel like the rate of success is a little bit too low in the field, in the podcast field. Like to actually make it a living, it, and not not the the rate of a successful podcast, but the rate of a the rate of success for the podcast to be to actually like compensate you for the time that you put into it. That's true. But if you what what hobbies do you wish you had? Gunner, I imagine there's a bunch of hobbies you wish you had, or that mm-hmm. hobbies that you do currently have. Yes, it's all money, it's all money. Um, I wish I had not gotten talked out of the art path when I was younger. Because I used to be very much into just like practical art, you know, drawing, sculpting, that kind of stuff. So do you, is it not even a hobby of yours now? I, 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 well, the problem is, is that you kind of, you only have so many hours in a day. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the, True. you know, like, I guess the thing is, is like from a practical standpoint, like I, I'll spend time drawing, but it's all drafting. It's not, you know, it's not like, Hey, I made this good. I made this cool dragon or a motor or, or, or a, a, a trace flying over a ditch on a tiny bike. What? Well, here's my question. Okay. The stick but, stuck in smoke. So this sounds like you wish you had not gotten off that path or been pushed essentially, or someone tried to influence you to get away from that path. Right. And I understand yeah. that. But that being said, you have to have some sort of a hobby. Well, you know, and this one sounds like one that you long for. Why? Why not just give this one more credence over another hobby that you have? No, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, try, I'm trying to pick back up, but it, it, it's also it's also hobbies are weird because we've. I, I, I you know, and again, I don't know if that's an artifact of of the times that we're coming up in now or the culture that we're coming up with, which is that hobbies got to make money. You know, like there's, no, there's, they there's, don't there's, though. That's there's, why they're, there's, there's, there's kind of a, there is, there is a kind of a, there's kind of a <laughs> no, there is kind of a thing now where it's, you get a stigma. If, if a hobby is not a side hustle, 
it, 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 it's detrimental. And it's because the side hustle is because it's fucking expensive as balls to do. Yeah. To do the hobby. Yeah. 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 Now that's, that's a very good point, Gunner. Um, the fact that hobbies, hobbies in themselves can just simply be perceived as a waste of time now. If, if they aren't, as you call it, a side hustle, but if they're not, if they're not in some way paying you back, um, in some way, shape or form, I think that's an interesting point. Um, but I also think that you saying that, you know, like art, I think probably nine out of 10 listeners are like, yeah, you know what? I wish, I wish I stuck with some form of art. And, you know, I've been watching, um, um, (laughs) I started the Paramount plus subscription. I've been watching ink master, all the, like the, the rest of the seasons I've been cranking through them with, with, with my wife and, What's it's the the artwork that they do in these things is fantastic, and I just stop and like I, I listen to the judges criticize some of these artists, and it's like no, it's still really good art. It's just not as good as the person next to them. I'm totally with you there, Gunner. Um, I think that art is something where uh, even even though you could spend your time drawing now, um, I think you're right. I think there's certain fundamentals that if if you pursue it as your profession or at least as like a very serious hobby um, early on in life, then it's going to pay you for, it's going to pay forward forever. So that, I, I think that's a really good one is art. What about you, I, Wade? Oh, oh sorry. God. I, don't, I, I mean, didn't mean to interrupt you. you no, I, I challenge art. you Gunner to start doing more art and yeah. to share it with, with, with at least Trace and I, at least okay. me. Okay. <laughs> you've seen some of, you've seen some of his, um, like the costumes he's built, yeah, and it's and they're awesome. So that's why but, I want you to but do the more amount of like money and time. Stuff. You want money and time, but it's also I can't draw for fuck. Okay, so I that, can't either. Like, I, 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 it's, 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 it's horrible. And so I, I bet you, I bet you, you can't draw for fuck. Um, much like I can't, but I bet you there is an aspect of your drawing that you are very, very good at. Like I can't draw for shit. Especially out of memory, I have such uh, envy. Not really envy. Yeah, I'm envious. Um, not jealous, but envious of people like Deke that could like take something from their mind, put it onto paper, and it looks fucking amazing, right? Like that's yeah. cool. What I am very good at is Heroes Caro, I think it's called, which is like charcoal um, yeah. drawing. I'm really, really, really good uh, at act at at uh, grasping the concept of shadows and and light and how how they're representative like just because something's dark doesn't mean you make it like super dark like black even if it's something looks pitch black in what you're looking at it won't shouldn't be pitch black in the uh in the drawing so i'm sure you have some sort of an aspect that you could probably like key off on or identify first and then focus on that and just and just develop it or you know or it's the cap end which is that actually i'm not sure what rosanna's would be all of my siblings were were like crazy about that you know megan was photography aaron was practical art i mean like i don't know if you were adam adam was very good yeah i've seen adam drawing adam adam could draw and he just you know he doesn't he doesn't do any of that stuff anymore you know it's 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 all his artisanal baking but well he was he was doing um he was he was pulling a a mr ackerman and a mr Corey there for a while out there in portland doing uh band photography yeah trace your hobby 
Um, actually, um, the hobby that I regret not doing is, is musical instruments like piano, guitar, um, maybe drums, but like those are ones that I really wish, I really wish we, I, we had the money growing up and, and I had the atomic family structure to really support like the more of the creative ideas because my parents split up probably it would have been right during my prime. I probably should have gotten into like one of those at a younger age. So I had the muscle memory just programmed forever, but it's tough now because yeah, I could, I could do piano. There's a, um, I don't know if you guys have ever watched this is us. Um, it's a very no, popular TV family sitcom yeah. drama. Um, it's, um, it's actually, it's, it's actually just straight up, like straight up, um, drama. Um, okay. Oh, it's an okay, adult it's, it's, drama. Yeah, it's an, just an adult drama. It's it's um the premise is that these, uh, that these siblings, um, you know, they're all really struggling to grow up, um, and they hate each other and they love each other, and it's just kind of the it's kind of the the tension between them, um, and their mother, and uh, really, <laughs> with the, the big tearjerker in it, and of course it's kind of a spoiler alert but it's kind of not because it's not really a um a secret in the show but their their father dies um much younger than than uh than he should have and he was important in their lives but um one of the brothers decides at the age of like 40 that he's going to take up piano lessons and he does a piano recital and his whole family's like listening to him and uh that moment he realized that too late like he was terrible it wasn't one of those like oh my gosh he should have played it his whole life it was like no you're really bad you will never get good at this the five-year-old just did better than you and uh it's a tough pill to swallow so when gunner's like yeah i wish i was born to art i'm like no i get it because certain forms of art if you don't start them at a young age it can be really, really tough to master them. Um, starting off, you know, as an adult, learn, learn, learn to ride a bike at 42. You know, it, it's, it, you, if you, if you, if you, it, there, there, there's physical, yeah, they're like, I, for, for, to, to your point, I, I think that there's actual physical brain stuff. Yeah. That it's just, like, it's just, they say if you're not a major mathematician by the age of 36, you never will be. <laughs> yeah. Like there is, there's a certain age where, where it's it's harder to to learn new things. Um, oh, so no, Wade, oh, did no. you say oh. yours would be the charcoal um, drawing, or was that just an example you're using? That was just an example of I was dead set that I had no talent in drawing, and in college I had to take a fucking elective, dude, and I dude. was like, all right, I'll take drawing because how fucking hard it could be. Mm-hmm. You know what hey, I mean? It was kind of like he's not gonna fail me because I suck at drawing. Hey, like there's nothing I can do there. Hey Wade. Um. Yeah. Hey Wade. You want to? You want to be? You want to be? Uh, not the psychedelic part of that, but you want to be uh, mushrooms, mushroom stack, nerve, nerve tweak buddies. Yeah. You know, you, you <laughs> me? We'll get we'll we'll get doped up on lion's mane and uh, reishi and turkey's tail and uh, get her brain all shifting around again at forty at forty. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm game. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, there's a minimal risk of a psychotic break. I do have to warn you, but, you know, like, the, it, being alive in 2021 is... Yeah, I mean, there's a risk enough right there that, that it's like, well, you might as well go for it. Uh, if I would say, um, like, a hobby I wish I had gotten into, like, a little bit younger, um, I, I just wish I had kind of... Uh, Interpretive dance? No, I'd, I'd gone more. <laughs> that's pretty funny, though. You would think you would think uh, my appearance at Trace's wedding. <laughs> would have said, I think I got all of that out of my system. Um, I think so I wish I had kind of gone the route um, a little bit more of uh, like the acting route, like during high school and stuff, or, or even at least given a shot like in college or afterwards. I think like now. Like I'm dicking around a little bit with some voice acting, um, and like I've made some demos and stuff like that. It's not really the same, but it's just, it's, it's just a tough, tough. It's just it's tough to get into to just all say okay, now I'm just gonna start doing this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's uh, it's tough because it's, it's almost like that is like safe for the young. You know what I mean? Like to Mm -hmm. whenever I think about like expressing myself and myself in an artistic way, it's like. What the fuck, dude? You know what I mean? Like, what what am I really saying here? You know, like yeah, Colonel Sanders didn't invent his character until he was like sixty something, right? Don't be wrong. There are like those rare, and I'm not saying Colonel Sanders. Is that your act? Those- is, is that your acting example, Gunner? <laughs> no, because uh, Colonel Sanders, Colonel Sanders was hard. Like it's 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 the same thing. It's a you know it's it's just like professional wrestling. He came up with a character and leaned hard. It's like, it's, it's that prestige shit where the guy's walking, the guy's pretending to be old the Mm. entire time, you know, but that's all, I don't know. That's more of like a caricature and that might be, you know, maybe that would satisfy Wade for him to turn into the next fast food caricature. I'm I'm not saying necessarily he's, you know, it's, it's, it's the acting, acting doesn't necessarily have to be, in the for the venue, like you know, acting's not like a television or a cartoon thing. You know, like it, it's it's right. it's it, 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 it. There's different ways of expressing that that itching, scratching that itch. So I I you know I've promised myself once like the COVID stuff is done, I'm gonna maybe do a little like try to get him like an improv group. I've I've there been writing go. some stuff. Just because what the fuck? Like honestly, what's it gonna hurt? Yeah. The 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 toughest thing is, I think hey. the most difficult thing for me is the inability not to accept criticism. I I actually love criticism. The inability to actually believe oh, that it's oh, that anybody oh, that says anything good about it is not just trying to make me feel good about it. You know what I mean? You ever get that way? Does anybody ever feel that way? Or am I just a fucking oh. sick weirdo? No, I um. mutually exclusive, Wade. So you know um. <laughs> Something, something Gunner and I haven't told you. I was just going to tell you live on the air is we started oh, working Jesus. on music again. And uh, I assume that you probably would. Yeah. And um, we, I had some extra time and I was able to work it out with camp opening um, last year. So we started, we started working on, on some music again um, on the weekends. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very difficult because, when when you're in that i don't want to call it genre when you're in that like that 
artist feedback, you know, create and feedback and create and feedback loop. Um, first of all, all of that stuff is very, very ego driven, right? Sure. You want to be proud. Um, so yeah, you want to know your faults, but you want to know your faults that you can fix. Right. So if someone just says, Oh, you did a good job. It's like, well, okay. Um, well, are you lying? And then if they do give you some criticism, it's like, well, is this something I could fix or am I never going to get better at this? And, uh, you know, what's interesting is every time we, we record, um, you know, it's, it's immensely frustrating. Um, Gunner's, uh, Gunner's consistently inconsistent because he picks different notes when he sings and that's part of the magic of it but it's also difficult because i and I, for a split second i'm like i want to hear that and then we work for hours trying to reproduce it and he like his voice doesn't sound the same when i tell him to repeat it, it sounds the same when he did it the first time and how do you do that how do you capture that how do you listen to instruction change the way that you do something without altering the original way that you did it which makes you realize that so much of that like the acting and the improv so much of that is raw talent you know and there's people there's some people that just can't do it and like uh, every time we every time we record um i get in front of the mic and i'm like you know let me try it and every single time it sounds so much worse than his worst take. And that's fucking crazy. That just tells me that I could never do it. Like I could, I've, I've listened to him and tried coaching him and I can't do it. Right. How fucked up is that? Those who can't teach. Teach. Yeah, but it's a little bit. I mean, it's not. It's like you do all the composition. You know what I mean? Like composition that. I, I mean, I as far as I could tell in our experience in, in the music uh, project, that neither Gunner nor, nor myself could do. Then there's then what is it then? It without that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's 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 an area where. I have to just accept my fate, right? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I it's like not this. so bad of a. It's not like so bad of a fate though. Like you, you come, you no. literally compose no. all of it. <laughs> it's not, but it's it's like you signing up for improv night, right? Well, yeah. And then at the end of it, them being like, we only we only like it when you when you introduce us. You just introduce Which, us forever, and I you'd mean, be like, but I but I really I was really right. hoping that that I could do the thing that I wanted to do. It's like, no, you suck at that. You fucking right. suck. You can be in charge of it. You can't actually do it. And right. No, I completely I completely understand. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I guess but, we, but but at the we same time what we're good at. But at the same time, it's <laughs> the you can have the Rodney Dangerfield scenario. Yeah, that's true too. I think we're, about him all the time, Gunner. What a great example. Um, explain what the Rodney Dangerfield example is. So the thing is, is that it's weird because Rodney Dangerfield is kind of a comic captured in a moment. He started the same time as Carlin. Like he, he had actually had a whole comedy career failed, mm -hmm. waited like 10, 13 years, picked it back up. And 
at least before it kind of picked back up, like the first time it failed, like he was doing like he had a day job. He was selling aluminum siding (laughs) and he was on a call selling somebody and sell it, selling siding. And he he was on fucking Carson that night. (laughs) But but just nobody, nobody bit because he just for whatever reason, he just didn't. He just did like he just didn't have it. At the time, to- at the time that his co- his career started right. taking off the first time, right. and then later in his life, everyone wanted him all the time, and he was actually he's he he gets a lot of credit, and it's probably well deserved. I'm not a comedian, but um, he very simple comedian, right? He yep. was a very simple comedian because he just wrote one liners. He didn't have it like a full blown stand up routine. Um, like he could say. I don't get any respect or whatever his catch his, his famous catchphrase was. No I, I, I don't get no, no respect. respect. Yeah. He could say that. He could say that to a million people and every single one of them would laugh. You know, and like, it's not, it's not a direct line, but it's weird because he, he was, he was like peak eighties. Like a peak eight, you know, like the that peak that peak late. He was a peak, which is like comedy. crazy because that's like him in his sixties almost. Yes, like he was born in twenty twenty one or twenty two. Well, no, and, and exactly. the thing the, the thing is, is that he he got big in the eighties, basically doing vaudeville. It's vaudeville, but yeah, he just he just he just what's vaudeville? It's like a form of entertainment from the twenties, like well, yeah, it was kind of like a traveling uh, uh, theater almost. But like you know, like uh, you know, like uh, Abbott and Costello, uh, mm-hmm. Don Rickles. You know, basically, mm-hmm. basically, it's it's that. It was really it was a way to kind of have a bar without having a bar. You know, you, you travel, but you know, it was it was it, it, it's kind of intertwined with cabaret. It, it wasn't. It was considered raunchy. You know, there's a there was a raunchy element to it, but it's just this. It's the mm-hmm. it's the they would have vaudeville comedians come up in between the dancing girls and stuff like that. So the the actual definition a vaudeville, a vaudeville was originally a comedy without psychological or moral intentions, based on a comical <laughs> situation, a dramatic composition or light poetry, inter uh, interspeared with songs or ballets, or ballads. Oh. Excuse me, ballets. What the fuck? Read Wade. <laughs> Just go ballet, Wade. Just yeah, ballet. ballet. Interpret a dance. That'd be great. Put yeah. on your pink slippers. Yeah. You, you gotta start watching it. Uh, knees over to or, or knees over toes. Knees over feet. Knees over knees over feet or knees over toes. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Get all that. Get all well, that. Get that flexion back. You, 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 Mike you, got you, his. You'll be working that pole. Then some. You'll he be did. working that pole like nobody's business soon enough. Yeah. And it, and, and to bring it right back, um, who the fuck is gonna pay for that? <laughs> My gross hairy dad bod, <laughs> out of shape, awful. I don't know. If you get real good though, it's the spectacle. The spectacle becomes a, the spectacle becomes its thing as well. You know. I guess so. You know, it's, the thing uh, I loathe loathe most. It, it, it makes you wonder. Successful. It, it certainly makes you wonder if it would be like Bat Dad. Like you Bat spent Dad. ten years of your life just scaring your family and annoying the piss out of them. And then somehow, like, like somebody puts together like a five-minute compilation of your best moments, and people are like, "Holy fuck, this Bat Dead guy is funny." It's like, no, he's he's funny like one out of a hundred times. Yeah. Um. There's, but yeah, I mean, you know, ball, ballerina Wade. 
it's, you know, know it's, 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 listen, it's the, it's the Sugar Ray Leonard technique of, uh, inter, inter, internet celebrity. You just, you throw a lot of punches at the, just before the round's about to end. <laughs> a lot of, one, you know, enough of them got to count it, enough of them got to land. Eventually something will land. Yep. But with that, I think, uh, Mike, as Trace had said, has gotten his, his more than 15 minutes. Um, better lo- you better you better load up, Walker. We're doing the Wheel of Mike next week. We are, and and maybe it'll continue to be like the Wheel of Mike. Maybe that'll be the segment. Maybe maybe the name will evolve, and we'll try other little things. Um, Mike, you don't, Mike, you don't. We like still that. have like a couple more. I think we still have a couple more things from his last one. But Mike, I'm. We are all counting on you to guide us in our overtime section. You, if 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 you if you would like to if you'd like to have a wheel or random geometric object uh, labeled with your name as well. Uh, yeah, I challenge anyone to leave a suggestion of what you would like us to talk about in overtime. Um, but with that, uh, it is time for me to ritualistically sacrifice the show as as is customary to to, to uh, make a, a machine that can travel through space and time. Yes, to the old gods as well. Um, but thank you everybody for giving us a listen. Uh, please give us a like and a share. And honestly, we'd like to hear more suggestions. Although I do appreciate my suggestions. You know, varieties of spice of life. So, if somebody else wants to give some suggestions, some suggestions as to what you'd like us to talk about in overtime, at least, do it. If you, <laughs> if, if, if you would like way to become an interpretive dancer, yes. Uh, there, there, there would have to be a lot of money involved with that. But <laughs> if you, if you got the money, I can make it happen. Um, with that though, thanks everybody again, and uh, we'll see you next week. Gonna take a sun out.